Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, What more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. In the 1970s and 80s, a monster hunted the Connecticut River Valley. Seven bodies found, one survivor, and no suspects. I'm Jane Borowski, host of Invisible Tears. I was seven months pregnant and stabbed 27 times, and I survived. My story didn't end that frightful night. This attack on me physically and mentally lingered for years. I'm Amanda Bedard, and I'm Jane's life coach and co-host of Invisible Tears. Jane is ready to share her story, and not just about her attack, but her healing process afterwards. As a platform for truth and healing, we are on a mission to help others that suffer from PTSD and help bring awareness to mental health issues. To hear my story and others, you can find Invisible Tears wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird morning cup of murder persistence can make or break a cold case on december 3rd 1981 a young girl was born who would only get a few short years on this planet before someone snatched her out of her bed a case that remained unsolved until her mother's persistence led to an arrest so if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled Sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On June 5th, 1986, Jessica Suzanne Gutierrez, born on December 3rd, 1981, was sound asleep in the bedroom she shared with her two sisters in Lexington, South Carolina. It was there that an unknown individual came through the living room window, crept inside, and snatched the four-year-old girl without anyone noticing. The next morning, her mother woke and found that the curtains had been ripped off of the window. Papers were thrown all around the girl's bedroom, and the front door was wide open. Frantically asking her six-year-old daughter where Jessica was, the little girl said that she was taken by a man with a, quote, magic hat. This was the last time anyone in the family ever saw Jessica again. At the very beginning of the investigation, suspicion fell for a moment on Jessica's own father. That changed, however, when he was able to prove that he was in California at the time of the disappearance and was cleared as a suspect. 
Things then pointed for a time towards the mother, Deborah's ex-boyfriend. But ultimately, the primary suspect ended up being a man named Thomas Eric McDowell. Thomas, who was 27 years old at the time of the disappearance, was a friend of the family who served time in North Carolina for auto theft and rape. Crimes had occurred just a few weeks after Jessica was taken from her bedroom. It was his fingerprints found on the window of Jessica's bedroom. And with Deborah saying that she cleaned the window each and every night, it was his prints alone found when police went searching for evidence. Believing that someone close to the family took their little girl, Deborah later claimed that she found fibers in Thomas's car that were linked to Jessica. Things started looking worse when, in 1987, an inmate came forward claiming that Thomas McDowell bragged to him that he kidnapped and murdered a young girl and dumped her body in a landfill in Lexington County. Mentioning he was wearing a cowboy hat at the time, he matched Jessica's sister's description of the man in the magic hat. He said he would confess to the police, but only if he was given immunity for the crime. Unable to do so, Thomas remained quiet and investigators were left at a loss. Thomas, it should be mentioned, was not publicly identified in the case, nor was he charged at that time. Years later, Jessica's sister was interviewed again, and now an adult, she told investigators that she remembered seeing her sister being lifted out of her bed by a man without waking her. She said she was afraid to tell anyone the details at the time, and even though the details on if she identified the man were scarce, police did admit that their suspect was a friend of the family. In 2007, Deborah Gutierrez publicly accused investigators of mishandling her daughter's case and claimed that, after getting into a fight with Sheriff Metz, he allegedly threatened to stop the investigation completely if she didn't get in line. This man was later arrested on corruption charges, and Deborah expressed her hopes that new investigators would be placed on her daughter's case around the time that the nonprofit, Unfinished Files, got involved. Then finally, the ball started really rolling. After taking a fresh look at the case and bringing in FBI and analysts with the Child Abduction Rapid Deployment Team, more individuals were interviewed, the case file grew bigger, and on January 6, 2022, a now 61-year-old Thomas Eric McDowell was arrested and charged with kidnapping and murder of Jessica Suzanne Gutierrez. Additionally charged with burglary, after more than 35 years, that fingerprint and a witness identification, believed to have been made by Jessica's sister, were finally enough to arrest this allegedly very dangerous man. The case may have never been solved were it not for Deborah Gutierrez and her persistent search for justice. His first court appearance happened in March of 2022, with the defense claiming there wasn't enough evidence to establish probable cause. The court date, as far as my research can tell, has yet to happen and the case remains in limbo. Sadly, Jessica's body has yet to be found. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to a terrible thing happened on December 4th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.